Hello all, welcome to the Lunar Sea Spire Cartoon Fan Podcast. This is episode 423, and today we'll be talking about Hunting Palisman from the Owl House. I'm GC13. And I'm Sorin. And I should just point out for everyone who's listening, on the day or week this goes out, that we are time travelers today. You may be listening to this after Thanks to Them has already aired, but for us, that day is still days in the future, so we have not seen the start of Season 3, so we will be able to kind of stay on topic. Yes, uh, these episodes take a little bit of time to edit, so yeah, it won't be... If you're listening to this being expecting us to talk about Thanks to Them, um, sorry. I apologize. Wait, so it is like a little movie, isn't it? It's uh, a change your mind worth of the Owl House. Okay, wait. Season three. I'm gonna look on the wiki because I want to make sure that I know what the what is going on. Three forty-four minute specials. Okay, so yep. thanks to them is literally gonna be a third of the season, all at mm-hmm. once. And the giraffes are coming back. <laughs> I like the idea that giraffes are too horrific to be from the human realm, but. <laughs> All the other weird animals that we have are fine. Like, what about the narwhal or the potu or even the platypus is like boiling aisles yeah, material. Pl- that platypus seems like it'd be straight out of the boiling aisles. A lot of stuff from Australia, to be honest. Truth is stranger than fiction. <laughs> yeah, let me let me summarize this episode real quick. So, um, this is the episode where. It's after Luce got the Echo Mouse, but the Echo Mouse is not giving any plot updates. So instead, Luce goes to school and is supposed to be getting a Palisman companion. The Bat Queen brings in a bunch of Palisman without homes. Learned from a previous episode that she's a caretaker for abandoned or orphaned Palisman. And all the students get to pick out some. Um, for some reason, Amity isn't there. I don't know why they didn't have her there. Uh, she's still freaking out about Luce. <laughs> right? <laughs> um, but she does get a palisman later like we do see her she has a little white cat mm-hmm. we never see her select it which is sad i would have loved to learn what amity has to say about her future goals so gus gets one is a little chameleon willow gets one that's a little bumblebee vosha gets like a weird crab <laughs> which i wouldn't have picked for her but she thought it was super cool so you know what she is very crabby so of course she gets the crab yes all all evolutionary lines lead to cap crab including which ones the vosha carcinization but luce cannot provide a sufficient enough i don't know what the bat queen was requiring like goals aspirations ambitions luce couldn't provide a sufficiently it's something that you're very emotional about something you really want yeah and luce does not know what she wants she says she wants to be a witch which in the human realm means a person that casts magic but in the demon realm is like a species so i find that really funny where she's just like i want to be a dog well all she needed to do was was you know have conviction and then she lacked conviction i don't know maybe (laughs) maybe someday in the future there'll be bile sac transplants and she can be a witch in all but name there you go get the healing coven on that and speaking of the covens uh, before the episode theme song Uh, a little preview we got to see all of the coven heads in all their glory. And the healing coven head looks awesome with the giant two, like, horns sticking straight up. I thought that was really sick. Yeah, that's a, that's a character design they put some, some love into. Much, much better than Mr. Boring Oracle. Is the Oracle the one 
with the hand head, the hand hair. Hold on, just give me a sec. <laughs> he's he's very forgettable. Well, there's the one that has the same like hand hair that Kikimura does, and I think something about Kikimura and the hands go together. Yeah, yeah, he's got the he's got the hand hair. He's got the he's got two extra hands, so he's holding a crystal ball in the in the picture on the the wiki. Oh, really? I just don't like his design. The the purple guy with the black sclera, the black eyes. Yeah. Yeah, that's I think that's the divination one. Um, but it's interesting that he has that same kind of design that Kikimura does, and then Kikimura can command a hand dragon. So I wonder if that's like a running theme mm. with her. I I love that the wings on her dragon, by the way, were like little fists. Yes, when they're like curled up, and then when it flies, they open. <laughs> that was really cool. Uh, but so Luz decides that she's going to spend the night with the Palisman brainstorming what could she possibly- oh, I love how she doesn't understand the point of the exercise. She's trying to come up with something really cool, when the whole point is like, what do you already want? But I, I love that she wants to make a pet shop where the it has a password. <laughs> I love that ambition. She should go with that. Yeah, that was bizarre. But there's already the- It's so loose, though. The other... Oh, I forgot the witch's name. That's a cat cafe, not a not a pet shop. Ah. No, I was thinking the other witch in the who selected a palisman wanted to have a veterinary clinic. Uh, Viney wants to run a veterinary clinic so she could take care of all the pets that Luz is selling to people at her password-protected pet shop. Why would you need to password-protect the entire pet shop? Like, is it is it is it in the night market and you need to knock on a door? But the password's that's like, that, that's exactly what I'm thinking. But the password's written on the door because she doesn't want to like deny anybody <laughs> access. Um, she just thinks it's super cool that you get to that you have to open a little slot. No, no, you would have to know the password. But she she'd be out there wearing a trench coat and be like, "Hey, hey, man, you looking to you looking to buy a pet?" No, I was thinking she like uses a milk crate. She uses a milk crate to, like, stand up to open the little slat in the door to look through. <laughs> oh, um, we also got to see a new city, Latissa. Latissa, yes, we'll be back in Latissa later. Oh, I don't remember. That's where Katz is headquartered. Really? Okay. I always just, like, it kind of flies by me what cities they're in specifically. Yeah, Bonesboro was the main place, but we do come back to Latissa a couple times. Good. Where is Latissa? Do they have a location for it? Because I know Bonesboro is like right in the middle. You know what? I couldn't tell you. Another trip to the Owl House wiki. Well, while well, you do that, but the the meeting with the Covenheads that you mentioned earlier was uh, broken up when Belos had another palisman craving, and uh, Hunter told him it was the last one, and so Belos dispatched him to go get it. Please stop talking about Wild magic hunter, that stuff is dangerous. Just go get me the Helsons. I can, I can depend on you, right? Like, oh, so junky. But uh, that is what puts Hunter squarely in Kikimura's crosshairs, who overheard this conversation, and she's not about to let Hunter get an advantage over her. But what did, uh, where's Latissa? Where's Latissa? I got sucked back into the hunting palisman trivia because I'm trying to find Latissa, because I'm not sure how to spell it. Isn't it L-A-T-I-S-S-A? L-A-T-I-S-S-A. Yes, that is how it's spelled. Okay. Latissa is outside of Bonesboro. Okay, great. <laughs> well, apparently it's on one of the armpits. It's a port so town. That. It's a port town. So it has to be 
is on one of the armpits. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Really? The, the pit? The armpit? Maybe that's why it has the hazy fog, it's stink lines. Must be, must be. So anyway, so we know why we know why Hunter was out there kidnapping Luz and all of the palacemen while she's sitting here brainstorming about her pet shop that fascinates us so much. Bellos is having a fit and he needs his fix. But before before Luz and Hunter can finish their fight, um after Luz gets captured but manages to get rid of his staff, Kikimura comes in on the wonderful, wonderful dragon and knocks them both out of the sky. Yeah. Oh yeah, we were doing the summary. Yes, so they both get knocked out of the sky and crash land into the ground. Kiki is trying to fake Hunter's death and tells the scouts that Hunter is already dead, despite the fact that she has not found him yet. She's definitely not faking his death. She's orchestrating it. Yeah, right. (laughs) I don't know why she would, like, jump the gun on that, though. Like, he could still very much be alive. And he was right there. Kiki Mora's pretty overconfident. She She was sending her dragon out to finish the job. I I think she just got overconfident. Yeah, that's true. We also get to see her mouth. Yep, very tusky. Yeah, with two little tusks. It's actually really adorable. Yeah, uh, we get to see her mouth. I think we only see it one more time in the show. And we also see Hunter's face, and we also learn his name. And we also learn that if you cover his mouth, he will lick your hand. Yeah, and his design incorporates quite a lot of signs of physical trauma, which which is really sad. And only leads to, like, horrible things that you could think of that, you know, happened to him. Because he's got that scar on his cheek, he has a missing tooth, he has um, a little, like, nick missing out of his ear. Hunter really enjoys Emperor's Coven training. He's had a rough childhood, of which is still happening. He's only 16. Yeah. And everyone's saying that, like, or theorizing that he's born as, like, a teenager. Like, in the book where it said... The the Grimwalker spoilers, sorry. Um, they did appear as babies. Yeah, I was gonna say he would he would probably know if he was born as a teenager. He might think something was up at that point. Yeah, and also like him and the Emperor being blood relatives is like said explicitly, right? Like he does call the yep, Emperor uncle. his uncle. Um, and he says our family, and they both have that blonde hair. So yeah, Hunter, it's interesting kind of piecing together the narrative that Hunter was fed his whole life, that like, he comes from a line of witches with no magic power that were destroyed by wild magic, and he and Bellos are the only survivors, and Bellos took him in. Which, I mean, it seems kind of like, you know, uh, I mean, it is Emperor Bellos, but it seems like a pretty terrible thing to like, hold this guilt over somebody, like, I took you in, and it's like, well, he is your nephew. (laughs) Like... He is quite literally well, blood Well, he, he does have part of it. Sometimes he's doing, is this the thanks I get? But I get the feeling that usually it's, uh, we're in this together. It's only when he can make Hunter feel ungrateful that he hangs that over his head. But here, let's just, let's just wrap up the, the summary real quick since we can't stick with it. So Hunter and Luz end up working together to free the palisman from Kikimura. Hunter looks like he's about to betray Luz like they kind of promised each other he would. But he thinks better of it. Kikimura attacks him, and he fights off Kikimura while Luz escapes with the palisman. Yes. And then at the very end, Kikimura does figure out that, yes. oh, oh, that was Hunter I was fighting. I did not realize that because I was in a stupor because of the sleeping fog. Yes, I love that she recognized him by his singed little hair tuft. 
I mean, to be fair, how many people are you going to find with that little angler fish uh, hair tuft? Thank you, Mark, yeah. for that comic. <laughs> I do. I really do adore his little... I don't, it's not a tuft. It's more like a little strand. It's it's like a rat tail on the front of your head. <laughs> yeah, I bet he'd love for you to call it that. D- does nobody do rat tails anymore? In the back? Yeah, in the back. Um, no. I've seen... A few months ago, I saw a guy who had, like, the Jedi side rat tails, like the little braid. Oh, that's kind of cool. It was accompanied by a lot of dreadlocks <laughs> on a white nice. guy, so, you know. But, yeah, I loved how Luce was just bullying Hunter. <laughs> with, the, with the She slapped yeah. him in the face, and then she was, like, too slow and pulls her hand back and just kind of, you know, just teases him a little bit. I I liked her astonishment. Are you powerless without this? Yeah. You think he's just walking off dejected, but then he parkour parkours up the wall? I do love his face, though. Hunter has phenomenal expressions. Thank goodness they finally got him out of that mask. <laughs> yeah, when, like, he's like, Luce, give me my staff, and she won't, and the face that he makes <laughs> at her is phenomenal. Oh my god. Yeah, he just... That Maybe that's why he wears the mask so much, because otherwise people can read him like a book. Yeah, that's exactly what I was thinking. Okay, okay uh, Hunter, here. <laughs> so that uh, it makes you look more intimidating. Yeah, yeah, that's it. Yeah, but they both, both Luce and Hunter have like little bastard personalities, which I enjoy. Little, <laughs> little mischief. Little stinkers. Yes, exactly. Little stinkers. It's phenomenal. I also love how Luce gets on top of the hand dragon is like, good thingy (laughs) like it it does actually have a name this was really a job for viney if you think about it yeah for sure i mean the whistles seem to do all the work but like i'm trying to see if the um the wiki names it princess is what uh i've heard people calling it because but i don't know if that's just a term of affection or if that's actually her name hand dragon yeah that's what they called it Yeah, but like I said, Kikimura calls her princess, so that's a, as good a name as you're going to get. Yeah, but that's a proper noun, right? I'm talking specifically the name for that type of beast. Oh, okay, the species, not the... okay. Yeah, but it, the hand dragon, that's funny, I, I'd never read it on the wiki and I named it the same thing. Well, it, it does have a thing for the hand. Yes, that's, yes, it's its theme. It says in the trivia page for the Owl House wiki that Amity was missing school either because of embarrassment or she was in trouble for dyeing her hair. Ooh, I never thought of it that way. But she does keep it, so... Yep. She wins that argument. Well, mom could only fight her so hard on that. Yeah, and I mean, like, it's abomination colored, so... Mm-hmm. That's still pretty on brand. You are wanting me to be head of the abomination coven someday. Shouldn't I be showing my enthusiasm? No, I think she wanted to join the Emperor's Coven. Well, I don't know. Uh, Adalia seemed pretty hyped to have a future coven head as her daughter. Yes, but she does also sign her up for um, Emperor's Emperor's Coven Coven. tryouts that she ditches. Well, she she was Lilith's mini-me for an episode there. Oh my god, this this trivia is hilarious. (laughs) Um, Luce has a new pair of pajamas, does she? (laughs) Um, Let's see. That is trivial. Oh, it's revealed that Luce is from Connecticut, one of the funniest states, which I believe is also in the East Coast. 
yeah. uh, for those of us who don't remember U.S. history very well or are not from the U.S. Or geography. Let's see here. As for you, you want to know my funny piece of trivia. Mm-hmm. I was I was today years old when I thought, hmm, Hunting Palisman. I wonder if they named the episode for Hunter. Oh, ha ha ha. Hunter. Hunter Palisman. So I'm, I was uh, just a thought. Yeah. This is one of my favorite episodes of season two, and I only just now thought of that. So good yeah. for me, I guess. Oh, what? oh, in the the Day of Unity vision that Bello showed the Coven heads, I'm wondering how he knew what the modern human realm looked like. I mean, human garbage does come in, so he he might have magazines that show cityscapes. An old pager washes up on the shore, and he's like, "What in God's name is this?" Well, that's that's all gonna have to go when I get back. <laughs> Listen, I keep saying he would do absolutely great. In the Amish community. Strong religious ties, no technology, isolated from the rest of the world. He'd be great there. He wouldn't even have to change his style or his fashion that much. Eh, I don't know. He doesn't really like black. Blue seems more his preferential color. Maybe Mennonites? They get TV? I don't know. I don't know. So I, I have a question for you, though, about how did you feel about the end of the episode when Flapjack flies off, or I guess Lil Rascal as he is known at this point in time, mm-hmm. when uh, he says to the Bat Queen, hey, I found somebody, and she says to go, and then at this person, I'm like, okay, so it's uh, probably Hunter, given the way they were interacting, and that was a, a small fake-out when uh, the scene then cuts to Luz, and I'm like, oh, that could have been Luz, but no, she gets, she's getting her own palisman, so boom, Hunter. Yeah, I kept on thinking that the Cardinal would be Luce's palisman, but they wanted to hold off on that. And now the Cardinal has, like, weird historical relations to possibly Belos or Caleb, Belos's brother, which is revealed later on. But I do love Flapjack. He is adorable. His little missing eye very much matches Hunter's, mm-hmm. you know, scarred, beat-up design. Yeah, and then later, uh, Hunter learns he can understand Flapjack, which I wonder, like, how that works, because Hootie is explained to be able to speak. Like, he, he, he tells whole stories, like, he recaps characters when he goes to grab them. So, I don't know if, like, you have to be really close to a palisman to understand their language, because, like, Lilith probably can understand Hootie, but I don't know if Luce can. Are you t- L- Hootie the house demon? No. Albert. God. Albert, okay. <laughs> Albert. I, sorry. <laughs> the the names in my brain get confused. I'm talking about Albert, Edith's palisman. He has like a palisman language, like he hoots, and I don't think Luce can understand him, but like Ida and Lilith can. And mm. of course, the back queen. I wonder if anyone with a palisman can understand any palisman. Yeah. It's if is it like a universal palisman language, or do you have to be close to them to be able to figure out what they're saying? Who knows? That is a very good question. Hopefully, season three has time to answer it. When you watch, thanks to them, is going to have Amity having a long conversation with Flapjack, and that'll solve that. But probably not. Yeah. Um. Is wait? Did Luce lose her cloak in this episode? Like she didn't get it back from the palisman. She left it in there, so I'm assuming... I, I know she goes through a few wardrobe changes this season. 
But she does, like, at one point lose the cloak. Like, I think it was mentioned yeah. that she lost it. Yeah, she would have been able to retrieve it from the because she left it in there with them, and then they retrieved the whole thing. So unless Kikimura took it out and left it at the police station. Ah, yes, uh, she's still wearing it in the mid-season finale. Okay, okay. Yeah, I think at one point she does lose it, but I don't think it was at this point. Well, the the wiki says she gives the damaged cloak to King after cutting off the damaged portion. She has a rough visit into the in-between. Uh, I do not remember that. I guess we'll discuss it later. Yeah. Oh my god, the wiki has a countdown. Four days, zero hours, 23 minutes, and 48 seconds until thanks to them season three premieres. Just in case anyone was wondering, that is definitely in the future from now. Yes. I don't know if it was a leak, because they showed some of it at Comic-Con, but other footage was just like, it wasn't a camera, but it was just straight digital footage. So I don't know. They sh- they aired the first six minutes of the new season. Which means we're going to have to watch what happens in between minute six and minute seven in the episode. What What juicy stuff happens then? What? I'm just saying, why cut it off at six minutes? Why not five? Or why not seven? I'm thinking they cut it off right before an interesting scene started. Oh, sure. <laughs> yeah, I I mean, I bet, like, if it was intentional, it wasn't, like, a full-on leak. I know other stuff was leaked for the season, but I thankfully haven't seen it yet. Like, a couple screen grabs or something. But, yeah, the, the, the six minutes... They, they don't have a time skip, they have a montage, which is really cool. Hmm. Um, I'm excited. I'm very excited. Looks like they're gonna have a lot of fun with this season. But yeah, everybody guess what we're talking about next week the the new episode yeah the new episode 45 minutes special mm. it's gonna be good anyway guys that's it for us on hunting palisman join us next week we'll finally be able to watch and discuss thanks to them until then i'm gc13 and i'm soren leave us a comment or a review later everybody Our opening and closing music is by Mark Soto. For more cartoon-related content, please visit LunarCeasefire.com.